0: City Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57.
1: What is happening everyone and welcome to our American football podcast in the end zone UK. We are coming to you with a very special episode, not like our normal weekly segments, but we just want to talk to you about the game we have just witnessed, a game that we have been waiting for all season, Super Bowl 57. Super Bowl 57 has literally just finished. We wanted to get a podcast out as quickly as we could. As ever, I am your host Dom, and across the mic from me, straight off the back of a very, very late night in the UK,
2: it is Big Dave. Big Dave, how you doing? How's those bags under your eyes? Good. They look like Louis Vuitton. Is that a make? <laughs> I think so. They look like Louis Vuitton bags. That's not just because I'm a devilishly good-looking guy, anyway. Interesting. So no, not too tired. <laughs> Got up at 11 today, 11 a.m. That's a good week. Uh, had a had a McDonald's breakfast, courtesy Oof. of you.
1: Yeah. I thought, well, we gotta stick with the American tradition and eat shit in the morning after staying up so late. But we did we did stay up very late to watch this game and it was worth every single second. It was worth every little bit of agony that I feel today. I got up a little bit earlier than you, so my bags are more like Tesco carrier bags under my eyes, but I don't regret one single thing. This special episode I'm calling Super Bowl Sunday. Simple as that. As the game was played last night in Glendale, Arizona, to a hopeful crowd of 115 million people worldwide. And what a game it was. The Kansas City Chiefs took on the Philadelphia Eagles. Dave, this game was everything we needed it to be. Everything we wanted it to be. And I believe more.
2: Yeah, there was no there was no way I saw. And I know the the two offenses are both high octane offenses, both defenses. Are, I mean, the Eagles' defense is very good, but had a very good season. The Chiefs' defense is also good. I did not see seventy plus points being being scored in this game, and how wrong I was! How how gratefully wrong I was! <laughs> Absolutely, um, yeah, it was it was it was such a good game. We got to see both quarterbacks playing lights out. Mm. Um, The amount of respect I probably gained for Jalen Hurts from this game, I still hate the Eagles. And if you're an Eagles fan, suck it up. (laughs) Um, I couldn't be more happy that you lost. But I've got a lot more respect for your quarterback. He had an absolute day. He showed he can do everything. He's definitely their franchise guy. You need to get him paid up. Um, But I still think your coach is a knob as well. (laughs) No, what a game. What a game it was.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Like, I mean, some Super Bowls that we watched in the past few years, I mean, most have been very, very good. There is the odd one or two that have been maybe not so great. Patriots, Rams, Panthers, Broncos. But this, this was like, this was just two teams on offense going at it and it was just points on points on points all game and you can't ask for anything better in in, in a super bowl i mean we we sat down at 11:30 p.m. um in the uk we were locked and loaded watched the national anthem being sung by what's his name uh, the con- country dude the country dude i thought he smashed it to be honest i thought it was it was a d- very different different rendition but, um, it was just, it was just great. It was a, it was a really good start. And then straight from the off, both teams scored, right? Like, so the first quarter, we had seven points each. First team to score was the Eagles and it just kind of looked too easy, didn't it? The first, the, the opening, opening drive, they just marched.
2: Yeah. The, well, they, the Eagles made it look easy. And then the Chiefs went complete, just marched straight down the field and scored again. I think after that, after both teams had scored a touchdown on their opening drives, I was like, "This is this is going to be, this is going to be a good game," mm, and it was. I mean, th- I don't think either defense, n- no defense, could do anything. I don't think Mahomes was sacked, was he?
1: No, he was totally clean the whole game. Yeah,
2: and I think that that was the, that was the difference there. The um, the the Chiefs offensive line did the job kept him clean and, and it just shows what he can do when, when he's not running for his life and I feel like towards the end of the game it was Jaden Hurts who was starting to peel out the pocket and have to try and extend the plays Like it, he sort of looked a little bit like Mahomes did against the bucks mm. where he was, just, he was kind of running a little bit for his life and trying to make them plays but
0: yeah he did game, a good job
2: yeah the Eagles controlled the clock so well yeah. especially in that first at the end at half time I felt like the Chiefs had I'd had the ball twice. I yeah. didn't see the Chiefs at all. It was all the Eagles, and that's, that's what you need to do, you know. And, and they can score points kind of at will. Um, I mean, hurts. Like I say, what what a game!
1: Unbelievable unbelievable i mean like like you said the the first the first quarter and then the second quarter, the chiefs barely did touch the ball um they i think they only had twenty plays in the first quarter uh, in the first half um and the the Eagles had possession of the ball for twenty three minutes, which if you're actually playing to the clock, the first half should only be thirty minutes, <laughs> so like technically. There was seven minutes of football on the Chiefs, uh, on the Chiefs side of things. Yeah. I mean, it would have been a bit more than that just because of stoppages and whatnot. But like the actual playing game time, the Eagles controlled everything. And it was, it was a strange one. It was kind of a game of two halves. Like the first quarter, both teams scored. It was seven seven. And then Philly came out of nowhere with 17 points in the second, in the second quarter. You know, like it was just at, at that point, they were sat on 20, uh, 24 points. Um, and the Chiefs finished the half with 14. So they had a 10, they had a 10 nil, uh, sorry, 10 up head start going into the second half. Kansas City Chiefs looked a little bit rattled. They, they, they weren't being sacked, so to speak, but it just felt like that the Eagles just had so much control of the game that Kansas City couldn't like establish themselves. And so they were like taking little dink and dunks from Mahomes, who was doing an amazing job, but they ended up having to settle for a field goal, which was, you know, quite questionable in that kind of game because Sirianni had already gone for it twice on fourth down before the Chiefs accepted that that attempt to uh, a field goal, which they actually missed. And um, and you said to, to me, Dave, at, at halftime, Sirianni, as much as he's a prick, he was coaching to win the Super Bowl at that point, wasn't he? He was being super aggressive.
2: Yeah, and when you when you're going for it on fourth and five. Instead of taking the taking three points, he must just have ultimate trust in the fact that Jalen Hurts can get it done, mm. and that the play calls that the calling the right calls, and he converted that fourth down. You know, he did fourth and five. Said that when when Andy Reid sent the kicking team out, I was like, "That's fucking wrong, man! You need to be, good. especially from where they were." Mm-hmm. It was a forty-seven, I think, or forty-nine-yard field goal attempt. But you need to. I think it was only like fourth and three, wasn't it? Fourth, fourth and three.
1: Two? Fourth and three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need to be, you, especially if you know the Eagles are going to be going for every fourth down. Mm. It, I don't know. They're just and the the Eagles are completely unstoppable in that that fourth and two, fourth and one. You, that QB sneak can't be stopped.
1: It was pissing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's annoying, isn't it? And the, I said it that, was pissing me off. Yeah, I said that if I would love for the Giants to be able to do that, to be able mm. to every fourth, and four one, fourth and two, just be like, nah, fuck it, we ain't punting it. Even they were going for it on their like thirty-eight yard line. Mm. Going it for was fourth and two. Own they, territory.
0: They
2: just, yeah, they, they just don't care, and it's it, It's kind of such a disrespectful play, but I love it, and I wish that I, I wish that the Giants could do it because mm. you just you, you're just sapping more of the clock, and. Um, like I say, he, you can't stop him. That's why he's 3 no. rushing touchdowns.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely madness. Like, I, I totally hear what you're saying. If it's on your team and your team are doing that and they continue to move the chains by the ones and the twos um and, and that kind of quarterback sneak methodology, it's, it, yeah, if it's on your team, it's good. If it's not, I'm not, I don't want to call it boring because actually the Super Bowl was not boring, but there was three, certainly two scores like that that, I don't know it's just yeah I you obviously if it's in your arsenal you use it but to me it was like jesus how do you stop it and I wanted the chiefs to win and I just thought wow like this is this is a way to keep my homes off the pitch it's it's the perfect way to play the to play the game and both teams I have to say both teams just played on offense anyway absolutely amazing football like super stout smart clinical well coached they made good decisions. They made good play calls. Like you, you almost can't fault either team at all on offense. Apart from, I, I guess the, the one difference, I mean, Mahomes threw for three touchdowns. Jalen Hurts threw for one and then ran three more in. Um, but the difference was Mahomes didn't, didn't give the ball away and Jalen Hurts had an unfortunate fumble, um, in his own territory didn't he? Which, um, which really didn't change the entirety of the game because it was still in the first half and the Eagles still went in to that second half, um, up 10. But um, they scored from that fumble, the Chiefs.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the difference. Isn't it? When you, when you give a team like the Chiefs one extra possession mm. and they punch it in for, I mean, he picked it up and ran it in, then he straight away. So the yeah. fumble costs you seven points straight away. Yeah, it's just such a kick in the bollocks. I know it, probably not that much of an issue for the Eagles. Obviously, it turned out that it was, but <laughs> what well, like the difference was one extra possession, wasn't it? But yeah. um, if if you're if you're giving the a team like the Chiefs one extra possession, it, it can cost you, can't it? Ultimately, and the Chiefs didn't give the ball away. No. So they didn't get they didn't and, and that's what the Eagles have been great at all year is taking the ball away. So it's no I mean it's no it's no great hardship losing to the losing to the Chiefs. They were close and like there's a, there's a great chance that if they keep that team together they're gonna to be a serious contender for a couple of years. Mm. I mean they need to pay they're gonna to have to pay Hertz at some point
0: mm.
2: and he, he's gonna command big money. That could that could change the dynamic of that team a little bit. The team is getting old. Mm. The Kelseys of the world, the Fletcher Coxes, the Brandon Grahams, they're all Lane Johnson, they're all old players. They are, yeah. But they've got a young core. So their running backs are all young. The wide receivers are young.
1: Yeah that was that was an, an interesting point in the game the running back scenario because coming into this game we did the pre-road to the super bowl and we called out some players obviously who were who were key players you called out Mahomes and here he is super bowl mvp a rating of 131.8 three interceptions 180 yards uh, sorry three touchdowns no interceptions 180 yards didn't get sacked once um you know a quarterback rating of 131.8 in the super bowl throwing three touchdowns as well and and running like he did like he had 44 yards on the ground on what was a busted ankle uh coming into the game and then he re-aggravated it at the end of the half when you thought he might not even be able to come back out but the actual running game of the Chiefs if you include Mahomes um and, and McKinnon um they had 158 yards on the ground to, to to the Eagles 115 and that coming into that game you'd have never never thought that the that the Chiefs would outrush
2: the Eagles no, the and we've talked about it a million times. If your quarterback's got that ability to look down the field, see everyone's covered, and then just get into a gap and get eight, nine yards, get get a first down. It's that's the way the game's going now. You need a you need a mobileist quarterback mm. that can that can just kind of do that. And Mahomes is doing enough with his bum ankle. Mm to just keep the chains moving. And that's like, unfortunately for people like Brady, who's obviously retired now, like they're of the older generation where they were pocket passers,
0: Mm.
2: you know, and they didn't have, he didn't have that ability to just, to just run forward. And these new quarterbacks, if you can throw it from the pocket and then you can escape the pocket and go forward, you know, that's, that's the kind of quarterback people are looking for now that traditional pocket passer statue quarterback is is a bit outdated I think
1: it is unless you're absolutely ridiculous and and even then it just it it makes you much more uh 2 dynamic two-dimensional when you're when you are like that and I think Mahomes even though he had the busted ankle I think just watching him and I I'm obviously going to I'm going to love off Mahomes today he's won a super bowl and he won the super bowl mvp so camel hate it but here we go um but I think it 's just like even with a busted ankle, his awareness in the pocket seems to be unreal, like unbelievable like he he doesn 't have to move the quickest he 's like he 's up and down and then he sees a gap and he goes, and even you know sort of half hobbling he 's still finding you know he 's dropping a shoulder he 's finding a space um and and making not necessarily making people miss he just seems to to get space and I saw that um just before this game that going into the playoffs, Patrick Mahomes. Led the entire league in the amount of times that he had defensive ends in and around the pocket, but wasn't sacked. And he'd attempted 70 rushes whilst, um, defensive linemen were in the, uh, in the pocket with him where he, where he wasn't sacked. And that was 70 rushes in a row. It wasn't just 70 for the season, as in he went 70 times rushing this season without being sacked when they when there was people in the pocket with him so his awareness is just elite and then on the flip side you've got Jalen Hurts who in this game broke the super bowl record for rushing yards with 70 who maybe his awareness is not as well is not as good but his physical capabilities are far better than Mahomes in getting outside that pocket and he had 70 yards three touchdowns
2: yeah he uh, he's he's like i said at the start he's definitely grown in I've got a lot more like I respect him now mm-hmm. as a as a um, quarterback and as a leader. And like we were talking about this morning, that he's that it's on one of the NFL meme pages of Sirianni, like pointing from first down, and Jalen hurts grabbing his arm and like pulling it down and kind of giving him a look like, "Grow up, you fucking cock."
1: Yeah, I'm disappointed in you, you you douchebag coach yeah. type of look. And, yeah,
2: and I think that's the kind. Of, On all you hear about is how good a leader Jalen Hurts is. And do you know what he probably is? Mm. He's probably a decent dude. Um, but he's just, his coach is a cock.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and yeah, I've got, I've, I've slated and we both slated Jalen Hurts on this podcast before, much less this season. And we've actually given him some love. I think he's been signed in a few slap or signs, but certainly the, the, the previous season um we we were pretty hard on him uh, and and it's because he wasn't as good you know he he's got a lot better and he's making better decisions he's he's a dynamic player that can do it on the ground and with his feet uh, and with his arms and with his feet um he can do this ridiculous uh, unstoppable quarterback sneak like a rugby scrum that gets him 2 or 3 yards no matter what position they're in even if he's got chris jones 300 pounds of pure muscle and meat hanging off his neck he still gets that fucking two yards that we saw in this game. Um I I also have gained some respect for him. And equally I, I think that Siriani Siriani was coaching that game like I would expect like a high school coach to be coaching, you know, like somebody who just thought he was better than everyone else. Like the fact that he was pointing for first downs. He was like, if a, if a ball was dropped, he was, he was kind of celebrating like cornerbacks do, you know, like, it, like he was really celebrating the small plays. And don't get me wrong. You were coaching the Super Bowl, my friend. You've done a very good job, but you look across the pitch to old Andy Reid, pure goat status, cool as a cucumber, looks a bit like a walrus, but you don't see him fucking, He probably can't, running up and down the sidelines, but he's not giving any shit. You know, he's he's sat there humble, probably focusing on what the next fucking play is going to be. Um, and I just don't like Sirianni at all. And, and this Super Bowl made it even more so, because as you said, somebody who Jalen Hurts, I'm not a huge, not been a huge fan of, massive respect for him pulling his own coach's hand down to say, stop showboating, you fucking weirdo.
2: Yeah. It's just, He's the only coach that I see doing. I mean, maybe other coaches do it, but he's the only one that I see that does it, and he's doing it all the time. And, and you're right. If your head's not, if he's the one that's calling plays, I'm not saying he is because I know mm. the offensive coordinator is getting loads of um, job interviews, and they reckon he's probably already got a job. It's just not been announced yet. Mm. If he's if if he's just kind of managing the game. You think he'd he'd be a bit more invested in actually what's going on in the game rather than waiting and finding out what like like showboating before the refs even made a decision.
1: Yeah, definitely. He just
2: seems he just seems a bit immature. And I think he does. He, yeah, they were talking about his first press conference. I remember when the when he, he did it, I thought you were a belter. <laughs> you know what an absolute bell end, but he's 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 obviously. Uh, A fairly competent coach, like I say, to get his team to the Super Bowl, but I don't like him at all. No, I mean, I mean, the game's not about him; it's about it's about the players. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, that as we said, the first quarter ended, you know, uh, with the, with the Eagles up 10, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs chose to start the game by deferring possession, which was a risky move against the Eagles. Cause if they go up on you, it's hard to stop them. And that's exactly what happened. Um, but it did mean that coming out of the, the tunnel after halftime, after Riri, Rihanna, uh, did a halftime show, which we'll talk about in a moment, they came out, they kind of came out a different team, Dave. For me, as much as Mahomes was was obviously a bit more banged up, but they came out a different team. They came out stretching the field. Isaiah Pacheco was amazing in this game. I, I say amazing, like he only had seventy yards. It's not like he fucking turned into Derek Henry, but he did what what needed to be done. He broke arm tackles. He bullied through like the the the, the linebackers. He put his head down and just tried to gain every single inch that he could. Um, and whilst doing that. Mahomes started finding people that he just didn't target in the first half. I mean, Kelse, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, who is fucking elite, as is his brother, and both had amazing games. Um, he found him in the first half with a lovely sort of teardrop touchdown, as per usual, which took Kelse to like 15 touchdowns in the postseason, most ever. Um, but also, um, he was finding like Juju Smith-Schuster, Sky Moore, you know, he was going, he was, he was literally spreading that ball out to whoever wanted it. Jarek McKinnon, like, it became really difficult for the Eagles to like actually hone down on a player and stop him because Mahomes was just finding them all.
2: Yeah, he, he um, Cam definitely made a good point when he was talking about that, saying that normally the half-time, half-time is just 13 minutes or whatever it was. But in the Super Bowl, because of the performance, it's nearly 30, it's 29 minutes. Mm. And that only that only benefits the team that's losing because it kind of gives time for the momentum of the game to sl- like to completely com- kind of like stop. Yeah. The crowd have been distracted by um, a performance, so the crowd aren't as into it as what they were before. Mm. And it, it kind of cools off the hot team. And Absolutely. Kind of, you, you kind of get to start the game again from scratch. Mm. And the Chiefs obviously came out and just, they just they just kind of did what they needed to do to to put the points on the board. And then when they had that, that one point advantage, that meant the Eagles had to go for two. Mm. And then ultimately, the, what cost, cost the Eagles, I think, is the, the pass, pass interference call at the end. But yeah, we'll talk that, about you know, that. that. That killed the entire game.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that. I mean, as you, as you say, the, um, the momentum did switch. And when you've got a coach who's as, as, um, as accomplished as, as, um, Who's the Chiefs coach again? My mind's Andy gone. Reed, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. When you've got somebody who's as accomplished as Andy Reid, he obviously used that entire half time to fucking recalibrate the team because he, he refused interviews. <laughs> he refused interviews with any of the media, uh, which absolutely I think is the right thing to do. I don't know whether people were bothered about it, but one of the presenters, the woman, w- women presenters came on and was like, uh, Andy Reid has, has refused to talk to us over half time. It's like, no shit, man. He's losing by 10 points. The guy don't want to talk to you about how he's losing. He wants to fucking fix it um and that's exactly what he did and i mean there was there was some moments in this game which were turn turning points um i think one of the big moments was Kadarius tony's 65 yard return um to the eagles five for the longest punt return in super bowl history um that was definitely a a spark that just it's just what the eagles didn't have you know the eagles had perfect play on Regular footballing downs, you know. He, he, he threw dimes to uh, A.J. Brown. He threw dimes to uh, Devontae Smith. He played amazingly. He ran his own touchdowns in Jalen Hurts. I'm talking about, but the Chiefs had Mahomes, who played maybe not quite as well as 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 Hurts overall um but the chiefs had the scoop and score touchdown on defense they had the big punt return they got a favorable flag albeit i also believe that philly got a couple of favorable decisions too so as much as the the media is getting heated on the final call of the game which i understand um there was some there were some questionable decisions that went in the eagles favor as well which you know a couple of catches that got all, got a call and one that devonte smith caught you know went in their favor a couple came back it's football, you know, that's, that's, that's the way it goes. But the, um, as you mentioned, the final call of the game, there was a, a holding call, which I think if you're an Eagles fan, you're sick to your stomach with. If you play by the book, it was technically holding. Um, but it's a, it's a decision where you potentially let people play in that scenario. Um, it was Bradbury, wasn't it? On Juju Smith Schuster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, his hand was on his hip. And this is what I've said. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of said this. If you're playing, wear gloves that match the opposing team's uniform.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do
2: you know what I mean? Wear, wear what collar tops do they have? White. Obviously. White, yeah. Wear white gloves or mm. red gloves. If, you, if you've got a habit of pulling shirts, wear white gloves. Yeah. And, and white sleeves, like um, like a white under armor. So mm. it's more difficult for the rest to see that you're holding on to them if you've got a habit of pulling hips wear red gloves yeah um i don't i don't understand why they don't do that because mm. they can surely wear whatever color gloves they want to wear yeah the mouthpiece is going and people think fucking flags are flying because the yellow <laughs> mouthpiece has gone or um, yeah I, I just think it's such a it's such a rookie thing not a rookie thing i think it's just such an easy thing for you to do to give yourself a bit of an advantage Bit yeah, of, bit of cheating, I suppose, but they all do it. Yeah, of course, everyone
1: does it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, his, his hand was on his hip, and he got flagged for it. And I think Bradbury's even come out and said it was pass interference. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not. He, yeah, the 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 refs were getting some stick, but Bradbury said, "Look, yeah, it was interference, but I thought I'd get away with it." Um, that you know, in games though, that that would have been let off, probably seventy percent of the time. You know, that kind of that kind of movement, but. There's a massive bot here, and as an Eagles fan, you kind of have to just live with this. Is that was it holding? Was it holding, Dave?
2: Yeah, he then it. Yeah,
1: so it was holding, right? And so they were called for it. If you are in a position in the Super Bowl, like literally Super Bowl, if you give a penalty away in this moment, you lose the game, basically. As a player, do you hold that? Do you hold that player? You don't. You just don't. Like you would you would have to in your head, you'd have to be like, "I need to do everything I can to stay with this guy, but if I hold him, we lose the game, no matter what, so you can't hold him, you just can't, you can't put hands on him, you just have to try and stick to the route like glue. These are all professionals, you know this is a this is a professional game, and he made the the choice or maybe it was instinct to grab hold of juju, did it affect him catching the ball? maybe not, I don't know, we'll never know, but you can't get you can't get too high on those things. I don't think when you know a questionable call is one thing, but when it's when it was the call, you kind of have to just go, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, I mean you're gonna feel hard done to with your team, aren't you? But of course, that's just the way that's just the way sports go. Any mm. any call, if the Giants get any flag and it's blatant fucking pass interference, <laughs> I'm saying ain't <eight> pass interference. <laughs> even if he's riding, even if he's fucking giving the guy jumping on the guy's back as a fucking piggyback. Yeah, he's not, but he's not in pass interference. The refs are fucking cheating, <laughs> um, and that's your right. You, you you retain that right as a sports fan to be fucking pissed off that a call is going against your team, um, and that's just that's just the way sports isn't it?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean. I, I, I think the one thing, or the the things to take out of this. I mean, I, I mean, we've not even said the game finished thirty-eight to thirty-five to the Chiefs. Um, they managed to do what they needed to do. Smart football, smart plays towards the end of the game. The favourable call of holding, and even if it wasn't called, the Chiefs would have still kicked a field goal, um, and the the Eagles would have had uh, about a minute and a bit to, to to try and get into field goal range to to equal that, and and the, you know possibilities are that the eagles would have absolutely kicked a a a time field goal we could have seen some extra time but it didn't happen and what kansas city actually also did following that was they played the right football after the after the favorable call they could have ran a touchdown in um it was mckinnon wasn't it almost wide open into the end zone and even greg Olson was screaming don't don't go out of bounds. Don't score. Don't score. Um, and McKinnon last second dropped to a, to a slide and played the smart game and just tied the clock in and held, uh, the, the, the Eagles to eight seconds left in, in the, in the, uh, in the Super Bowl when they needed three points and they just couldn't do it. A Hell of a bad Hail Mary from, um, from Hertz to to try and get anything going. But at that point the game was lost and it was about playing smart football. And I, I think that's the overarching thing for me is that Mahomes won MVP, wasn't sure that he played better than Hertz. You know, they both played amazing games, um, but it was about that smart football. And I think Mahomes was just, he didn't try and do absolutely everything. He he's didn't throw a pick. He wasn't forcing it. He just did what he needed to do and played smart, smart football really smart, not just Mahomes, but the whole of the Chiefs, like, that's how they got it done, they played smart, and, and, it, it's, um yeah, it's, 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 I guess it's how you win, I, th- I think he's taking a step, another step forward, is as, as Mahomes, I think he's just, he's just becoming that, fully well-rounded player, which is dangerous.
2: It is, when you think he's only 27, got two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs, and two Super Bowls, that's dirty innit? it. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, it's dirty. And we, and we spoke about it on the last podcast as well. And we said that this would either make or potentially break a, uh, a dynasty type conversation for Mahomes. Uh, and he's got the job done now and he's 27. Like you said, with all those awards, uh, he's, he's on the right track now. And I think what I would say is the, um, of these two teams, I think the future actually looks brighter for the Chiefs. At the moment, I think, I think this was the Eagles time to maybe try and win because you, as you mentioned, they've got to pay Hurts. They have got an aged defensive line. Um, I don't know how you can keep a team that's quite as stacked as, as this team is, but you've got Darius Slate. He's quite an old corner. James Bradbury is quite an old corner, albeit very, very yeah. good. You know, all these play, I, I think Kansas City, yes, they might lose Kels. But I feel like they're just so ready to keep going. Um, they've got a lot of young players on the other side of the ball. And like, like for me, both defences sucked, right, really, in that game. No, no defence really played very well. Um, but I think the difference is that if you say, OK, Kansas City, how do you get better next year? You've won the Super Bowl. How do you get better they need some star pieces. And I think what you were saying during the game whilst we were watching it, Dave, was you were going, actually, do you know what? Kansas City, outside of Travis Kelce, Patrick Mahomes, and um, Chris Jones, they haven't got any star power anymore, have they?
2: No. If you if you looked at the teams on paper, take the quarterbacks out a bit. The Eagles have got two elite wide receivers. The Chiefs mm. haven't got any. Mm-hmm. I mean they've got They've got Travis Kelsey But they've not got that guy Anymore That can Stretch the field Like Tyreek Hill Used to do mm-hmm. You know And I think
1: They don't really have if, A number one receiver Do they As in
2: No, in they I mean, Juju, Juju was good He was really good Actually that game But They do need they, 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 If they add Another receiver Like another wide receiver I just can't They're just not going anywhere
1: Hmm. I agree. And then on the flip side, you've got the the Eagles who've got AJ Brown. They've got Devontae Smith, both elite, a really good tight end in Goddard. But then their defense with um, Fletcher Cox, Hassan Reddick, Hargrave, Bradbury, uh, Slay, Gardner Johnson. These are all players who are really like standout players in their position. And yeah, yeah I just I just think that. You know, if the Chiefs go out and just get an elite corner, you know, or something like that, or I don't know, an elite edge rusher as well as Chris Jones, I think that, I think that's, that's what they need to be looking for next is in this, in this off season, they need to go right. What money have we got? What can we do with it? And where can we just put some star power? Even if, even if it's a little bit like age, aged, you know, like I don't want to say Jalen Ramsey, but imagine that, you know, imagine Jalen Ramsey at the Chiefs or, um, you know, like a, uh, Montes sweat or something like that on the edge as well as Chris Jones, some speed. And I, I just think there's, there's potential of, of the Chiefs getting so much better in a short period of time. And the Eagles, uh, they're in a tougher spot. They're in an NFC, which is so open. I just think that the, that if basically if, if you said which team is making it back to the Super Bowl next year, who would you say if you had to say one of them was going to get there?
2: Um, if uh, I think I'd say the Chiefs, yeah, because I think I think people people look at the Chiefs, and you see it in basketball all the time. You get these older stars that don't have a ring that will team up, that will take less money to go and get like one ring. Mm-hmm. So you could have like a DeAndre Hopkins who sat there like, mm, actually, I'll take a pay cut to go and play with this fucking all-time great quarterback, because mm. I'm going to get my receiving yards, and, I'm, and I want a ring.
1: Mm. You
2: know, that's why Odell Beckham went to the Rams. Mm-hmm. You could even get an Odell Beckham there. You could, yeah. You know, they, they could pick up a couple of the aged receivers, but that are still top of the game. Mm. And it, it would just it's just an extra set. Imagine having DeAndre Hopkins and Travis Kelsey. That was a good... Gr- Safety blankets, you know. (laughs) um, I just just think that the the Eagles, like you say, the Eagles are in, I don't want to say the NFC is more competitive. I would say across the board, there are more teams that are of a similar sort of pedigree in the NFC. Because the AFC, you've got the Bengals are really, the Bills that are really, the Chiefs that are really, so any Mm. one of them three could make it to the Super Bowl. And then you've got a couple of teams that are kind of behind the Ravens, um, and then.
1: And then a bunch of not so good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think of some of the teams. Chargers. Down. Yeah. Browns. The Chargers, the Chargers are going to be better now because they've got a decent, um, they've got like Kellen Moore from the Cowboys. So imagine mm. their play calling is going to be better. But the NFC, the NFC East, I mean, the Giants are only getting better. The Cowboys are always in the conversation and that's in the Eagles division. Mm hmm. So if you have other teams that also play well, there's a chance that only one of them teams will make the playoffs instead of all instead of three of them.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the issue with the Eagles is that this year they have had a really good season, fourteen and three. I they they're really hard to stop. They really are. So I, I don't want to take anything away from it because they played an amazing Super Bowl. Um but I would say that if if a team was gonna continue to win longevity, I don't know. I think the Eagles have got a harder, harder Harder place to be right now than the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs could just keep rolling, and, and they will just keep rolling. Yeah. So yeah, um, amazing, amazing Super Bowl. Uh, what about the halftime show, Dave? We we sat and we watched Rihanna come out, and the first thing I said was she looks pregnant, and uh, and and Chris said, oh, she's she's only recently just had a kid, that so maybe that's why she was a little bit on the. Uh, on the, uh, on the tubbier side, uh, or belly wise anyway, but actually, she was with child.
2: Preggers. But risky to go up on those high platforms and you. Got <laughs> <laughs> a kid inside you, I suppose, but. Um, yeah, it was. yeah it, was. it was. It was good. I mean, the the thing that Rihanna can always fall back on, I don't think she's great live. But, and I, and I do think that it was pre-recorded and she was only singing certain parts.
1: Yeah, she was definitely miming some of it.
2: Um. She's got a. She's just got a catalogue of bangers. Yeah. She's got so many good songs. Um, and I think with considering she was pregnant, obviously she ain't going to be jumping around and stuff. It was quite. It was an alright spectacle.
1: Mm. I thought it the same.
2: Definitely wasn't the worst. Definitely wasn't the best. It was a good.
1: It was better than I thought it was going to be, is what I will say. I thought it was not going to be very good, and the considering that she was pregnant, and she couldn't. Uh, wind and grind like she maybe usually does I thought she did a really good job Um and like you said it was just the fact that every single song she played 12 songs um when normally people get through about six in the Super Bowl she played 12 different songs about a minute each for 13 minutes and um every single one was an absolute banger and when all of the lights came on I was like, Oh shit. Imagine if Kanye West was, was to come out. And obviously given the controversy around him at the minute, it was like, there's no way it's going to happen. However, that song is like one of my ultimo hype tunes followed by run this town by Jay Z. Oh, that was, yeah. du- that was Dutty. Like she, and then she's got her own songs, which are amazing as well. It was like that. That was a great, great song selection.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The song selection was really good. Mm. Um I like to say that she, she's just got so many bangers it's it's hard to flop especially mm. if you've kind of got like it pre-recorded or whatever or whatever they do and so it just sounds good. Mm. Yeah. It's a good effort.
1: Yeah. Kudos to to Rihanna and um yeah it was a good half-time show and it set up the cheese to come back and uh, and win it all and so now that is the uh, that is the second Super Bowl that they have won in the last what five years, cool. and last four years, yeah, second title in four years. Two MVPs for Mahomes, two Super Bowl MVPs for Mahomes. At the moment, he he literally stands atop of that mountain, literally atop of that mountain. Now Brady's hung his cleats up. Everyone's got to come for Mahomes. Everyone has to come for Mahomes. He is the man to beat. 38 to 35 Kansas City winning against the Philadelphia Eagles kudos and respect to both teams because it was a Super Bowl that you you couldn't ask for more in passing touchdowns rushing touchdowns defensive touchdowns big special teams moments defense was lacking a little bit on both sides of the ball but hey that makes for a much more exciting game and we move now, Dave. We move. We're into the off season. The officially off season is on, so we can start talking about our teams again. Get excited for the 2023 technically season, and I bet there's I bet there's loads of stuff to come in the free agency draft window for me and you.
2: Yeah, and I cannot wait. I Can't wait till the Giants do this year. Mm-hmm. Don't really care about the Seahawks, but the Giants. <laughs> That'd <laughs> no, be good. And I suppose our next big thing. So we'll have some free agency stuff coming up, but then it's the draft. The draft yeah. is set. The picks, the picks are set. They are now. Um, and we shall see, we shall see what we shall see.
1: We shall see what we shall see, see, see. Um, yeah, good stuff. Amazing. Like you said, the next milestone is the draft, which is, uh, end of April. We will definitely be covering all of that. We'll be having some mock drafts coming our listeners way in the near future. And, um, and before that, we will absolutely be, be dropping some podcasts in relation to the free agency frenzy and all of the moves that will start to be made now that the Super Bowl is over. And there will be some that need to come thick and fast. Um, big shout out to our competition winner, Dave, who won our, I guess what is now a consolation Eagles prize, the hat and the Eagles football. I think uh, Instagram handle is Sarah Adventurer underscores, um, but she she entered our competition a few times and she has won the merch. So well done to Sarah Adventurer.
2: Yeah, congratulations and commiserations, because obviously you're an Eagles fan. I'm saying that because you're only listening to this. I've got a huge smile on my face that the Eagles lost. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm and happy I, for you I'm happy yeah. for you that you've, you've got a nice hat to keep your head warm indeed um, and... and I'm glad it's out the house because it was <laughs> like I, I had to get a, a priest in to uh, do an exorcism on the house to rid <laughs> it of the eagles nest. <laughs>
1: It will be shipped off soon and never to be seen again. But um yeah, it, it, it's great stuff, and it was great for all the. Um, and we're grateful for all the interaction that we had pre Super Bowl. All of our posts and questions that, that that came into in the end zone. Keep them coming. We love to see it. Keep them coming through the off season. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at in the end zone UK. There will be so much more stuff coming in this off season. Me and Dave are gonna get to work in the uh, in the studio and really put some stuff together for our. For our avid listeners and we thank you again for listening. This has been a phenomenal season, a second season of in the end zone UK. I've literally loved every minute of it minute of it, even though the Seahawks didn't win the Super Bowl. But you know what? We both made the playoffs, Dave. It's all about onwards and upwards.
2: Yeah, new new things come in. Um I think what we what we should look at doing is probably getting so we we'll obviously do our mock drafts. If you guys do mock drafts, send them in to us. We'll create some kind of scoring system and do a giveaway for, for who gets the most correct guesses. That'd be great the, for the um, draft.
1: That'd be great. Yeah, start sending us your mock drafts.
2: One can be a dinner with me and Dom.
1: <laughs> do you think people would want that? No. No. That'd be a commiser. That'd be that'd be for the loser.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Loser gets dinner with me and Dave. Winner gets. Uh, uh something else but
2: yeah no that Holiday sounds to the <laughs> hold on a minute we need to start
1: monetizing this podcast first but um yeah good stuff Um thanks everyone for listening and let's move into the next season of the NFL thank you all appreciated speak very very soon happy Super Bowl Kansas City yeah. Chiefs win 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 Eagles
2: try